Hey everybody, welcome to the Virgin Chronicles podcast. We are back in effect. Boom, baby, boom. And today we talk to comedian Allison Grillo. She is awesome, hilarious, wonderful comic. And we talked to her about the first time she went to her first football game. And uh, yeah, it's like a, it's a very nice, sweet episode. This one is like a, it's a, has a lot of nostalgia looking back on, uh, on days of old. And uh, yeah, like it's this was an interesting one. I'll, it was, it was, it, it got it warmed my heart, and it, as it will yours. Well, that's sweet. I like how I didn't even plan I was going to say that, but I did it, and I like it. And if you want to follow Allison, you can follow her on Twitter at Allison Grillo. That's A L I S O N G R I L L O. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back. It's the Virgin Chronicles. One, two, three, four. The Virgin Chronicles. We're gonna learn some stuff about the very first time they ever did the things that we want to know about. Yeah, to know about it's the the Virgin Chronicles. The Virgin Chronicles. Put it in your palm pilot. It's today. The Virgin Chronicles. We're gonna share some stuff. We're gonna learn some stuff about the very very first time. Hey everybody and welcome to the Virgin Chronicles podcast. This is Darren Patterson. This is Evan Morgenstern. And today we have with us today, 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 we have hilarious comedian Allison Grillo. Hey Allison, how's it going? Hey Darren. How are you? Delighted to be here at the Virgin Chronicles. Hey yeah. Evan. Hey. I know, welcome. yeah. Thank I know, you. you got yourself a nice little orange juice on, on the rocks there. I wish there was some vodka in it. Oh, well, I mean, we can make that happen. <laughs> Perhaps I'd have to drink a little vodka later to come down from this experience. Yeah, I know. Like, when people do the podcast with us, it's very euphoric. So we, it's, it's understandable. It's a roller coaster of, yes. Yeah, it's like when astronauts go, astronauts, astronauts, astronauts go up to the moon and see, you know, space and the Big Dipper. It's like once they come back to Earth, it's nothing, everything pales in comparison. We've had people say that, right? Yeah, we've had Neil Armstrong on the podcast say that. No, yeah, no. yeah, he's like, like I've I've been around this beautiful globe of ours and I've seen the stars, but once I've been on the Virgin Chronicles podcast, everything else is just doo doo. One he's, small step for man. Yes, one small one step for man. Giant leap for pod kind. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's very good. That's our like that's that. our slogan, <laughs> or else it should be. Yeah, we'll not. start that. We'll hashtag that. That's yeah. Ooh, that's, that's going to trend in everything. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm all, a, I'm all a flutter. All right. So, uh, Allison, so, yeah, uh, first-time stories. That's what the podcast is about. And we heard you had some first-time stories to tell or to, to dish out. it doesn't out. have to be about the first time you've had sex. No. The first no, time no. you lost your virginity. Yeah. I mean, the title kind of confuses people thinking, oh, it has to be the first time I, you know, busted my cherry. And, but it doesn't really have to. We've had people talk about the first time. They've gotten drunk, or first time they got high, first time on stage. We had first vacations. First vacations, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had somebody who went on to vacation to Alaska, and yeah. there are insane stories about that. Like, it's just be your first time about anything first you've time ever anything. done. Anything. Anything, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be the first time you've lost your virginity. In the, in I the mean, it could be, yeah. if you want to, to well, talk about no, that. I'm if glad. not, if well, you don't, well, it's, it's all up to you. It's, a, it's all about choices. It's all about choices. Well, my story is about having sex. No, all right, no I'm, just oh, all right. I'm just totally <laughs> kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's not going to be anything in my story about sex. Okay. Okay. That's just if you're no listening problem. at home, I'm, I'm making a cross sign. Yes. <laughs> no sex. Sex. Yes. <laughs> yes. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> well, today I'm very happy to provide a story that's rather seasonably appropriate. Seasonally okay. appropriate. And... It's going to be very nostalgic. Ooh. Look back on the first time I attended 
a football game. Hey, oh, all right. right. Yes, it is football season. It is football season, yeah. I know that Evan is a Dolphins fan. Yeah, I am, yes. I'm a Jets fan. We've exchanged a few uh, tweets about this. Yes, oh. yes. And Heated debates. Well, I think we're all just in, in mourning of our uh, teams doing so badly right now. It's Yeah. Just, I'll I'll talk to my cousin about that and see what he can do. Darren's but, cousin is uh, <laughs> coach uh, of the Dolphins. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, the He's Jets. Waiting to name drop. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to do that, like very calmly and like, We're smoothly. Give time, but uh, but yeah, you know, yes. I I know people in, in big places, <laughs> in high places. But yeah, yeah, I'm, and plus my dad is a Jets fan too, and like he, like every year, like my dad likes to root for like the underdog team, so he likes the Jets, he likes the Mets, like any team that everybody. Sort of writes off. That's that's a team Respect. my dad go for. It. Yeah, he's, he likes underdogs. So, but so, uh, so I, I was a Jets the... fan when I was growing up. My dad became a Jets fan for my sake. Oh. He was that kind of oh. great guy. However, nice. my story is not going to involve NFL football. Oh, okay. okay. Or my first college game or anything like that. It's going to be sure. my first. Preschool football game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Once again, football. I'm kidding. It's going to be... They do football in pre-K now? Wow. <laughs> this is going to be my first high school football game. When I went to my first game, okay, right. long before I was actually in high school. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I was lying awake trying to figure out a way for me to... to give the story authenticity and make it persuasive without giving away my age. Okay. I mean, yeah, you go for it. But I am so committed to this process that I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, wow. Yes, we will not question your age. Right, right. I mean, no one listens to this podcast anyway, right? I'm just kidding. Uh, Oh, wow. Totally kidding. (laughs) Oh, you've seen our numbers. Totally (laughs) kidding. Okay. All right. So, yeah, the story is uh, you're 22 now, so you're. 22 now? Yes. 32 now. Okay. (laughs) Now, we're going to visit. The year 1966. Okay. Okay. LBJ was in the White House. Right. There was a war in Southeast Asia that yeah. I was dimly aware of. Okay. And since maybe was not going as well as it could for right. the United States. Right. But I really didn't care too yeah. much about these things because I was eight years old. Okay. The monkeys sure. were uh, on the charts at the time, I'm assuming? <laughs> the monkeys. I'm, I think. I'm pretty sure, right? Pleasant Valley Sunday was around. Well, this right. was... I think this 66? was before the Beatles had broken up. Oh, right, yeah, I think 66. the Monkees, this was their, their period. This was their 15 minutes. Yeah, their heyday. Right, exactly. their heyday. Yeah. <laughs> Halcyon days. Yeah. So what Daydream else, believer. What happened in 1966 that I really cared about? Well, high school football. Okay. My dad brought me to my first game. I think it was about the same time as we are in now, the late. September, okay. early October. The fall. Right, prime the fall, football season. Prime football season. It was a nice day. It was the beginning of the season. Okay. He took me to the what was called Crouch Field at the time, a little town called North Plainfield, New Jersey, okay. smack dab in the middle of the state. Right. Now, if people were to ask me, and I think they would because it would make for an interesting podcast. Mm-hmm. What was New Jersey like? Uh, it's hard to say. It was just a town. It was a middle-class town. Okay. Yeah. Americana. Americana. Maybe. A little bit. It yeah, was yeah. a little town in Somerset County. Somerset County being one of the richest counties 
in America. However, we were hardly the richest town okay. in Somerset County. We were the one of the poor towns in so a very rich county. Less yeah. rich, more like Bruce Springsteen song kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> nice. Bruce Springsteen. Well, we might have looked down at him a little bit. But no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was He's a, a lesser than. It was a nice little town. Right. It was a nice little town. They're a Bon Jovi town, I'll have you know. Thank you. <laughs> Good distinction. Yeah. It's great to <laughs> yeah, you like that? come here and talk about class. Class <laughs> distinctions. This is truly an American moment. <laughs> Very American. It was a nice little town. People had a sense that they were fortunate. Many of the fathers had fought in World War II. And mm-hmm. my parents had more money or sophistication, if you want to call that, than their parents. And right, right. So it was a... No, Upwardly mobile little town. Okay. It was, it was not a lot of diversity in our town. Mm. It's pretty much... Pretty white. When I talk about being at the football game, I'm pretty sure that the, all the players, both teams, were white. Okay. All right. This was a long time ago. It, it happened. Different, right. different not, era. No one's judging you. Era. It's okay. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't control that. It's all right. <laughs> And I suppose that this was the happiest memory I've had, that I've ever had in childhood. When I think about that moment, mm-hmm. the first game, when I'm walking up the grandstand and I gaze out at the field, 100 yards, and seeing the, the Wachung Mountains in right. the distance, tr- the trees just starting to turn or fall. Okay. And the, the players in their their bright uniforms and the sense of expectancy, the, the cool air. Okay. I, well, I cherish this memory oh, more than nice. may perhaps any other memory that I have. This, this image, this mm. image, this very pastoral, happy image. Okay. It's very, very meaningful to me. Beautiful Americana, high school football, the fall yeah. foliage. That's right. Foliage? Foliage. Foliage. What'd you say? Foliage? Oh, okay. I think, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm Foliage. sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. And I really don't remember a lot about what happened in the game. Okay. But I kind of think that North Plainfield, my team, the home team, took the opening kickoff and then marched down the field and scored a touchdown mm-hmm. and then got the ball back soon thereafter and marched down the field for another touchdown. Because hey. North Plainfield had a very dominant team oh, back nice. then. It sounds like it. Yeah. They were a very strong team. There was, for me, an air of invincibility mm-hmm. about these, these young gladiators. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Four touchdowns it's in a dumb. single game. You're doing Al Bundy. Yes, I am. <laughs> nice. But yeah, no, that that sounds like a good team. That is. Sounds tight. The team was called the Canucks. Like the <laughs> Canadian Lumberjack. <laughs> the Canucks. And you were in Jersey. We were in Jersey. <laughs> but they called her Canucks. Well, it had um, some, I don't know, it had something to do with the geography of the town. Maybe the town was shaped like a hockey rink. I, I don't know. <laughs> and the Canadians weren't upset that they're, they're, being appropriated by right, they were <laughs> this was cultural appropriation, <laughs> right. and the uh, team that we were playing that day from the township of Scataway were called the Warriors. 
which could have been an appropriation of Native American. Yeah, or, it's all problematic. Yeah, or when maybe... I, <laughs> when I was a kid, I never thought of that with the Warriors. I just thought of, like, Warriors, like... Like the movie? It could be the movie. <laughs> it could be, could be, I don't know, the Ultimate Warrior. I don't oh, know. Ultimate <laughs> Warrior. But, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, yeah, that's often made because of... Like, when I see the little, like, tomahawk or something, I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Warriors. That song, I am, I am the warrior. That was a great film. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think that the other team's fans were doing the tomahawk oh, chop. So right. Because if they had, I, I would have remembered such a very cool thing. <laughs> right, right. Which became the Florida State thing, the FSU thing, and the right. Braves. And the... Absolutely. Actually, I'm a fan of the University of Florida. Ah, the Gators, okay. simply because they had me down there last year to do stand-up. Oh, okay. oh nice. They paid me a lot of money, so Ooh, Gators wow. all the way. So you must dislike <laughs> So, yeah, that's – as a Miami fan, uh, they're, Florida and Miami uh, share a mutual dislike of Florida State. So that's right. – yeah. Good. Oh, boy. Wow, this is rock on. It's heating up. All right. Well, all, right. Florida, yeah. all right. But, yeah, yeah, so the game. Uh, the game. The Canucks. The, the Canucks. Canucks. The Canucks were white. This was their their habit. They would wear white, all white, to right. home games. Okay. The school color was, uh, I guess, maroon and white and maybe a little black. They were rather drab uniforms. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a lot of flash or color. There was white helmets, white jerseys, white pants, maroon. Maroon is not really a color that appeals to the childhood eye. It's, it's dark. It's, it's dark, yeah. yeah. It's dark. It's like red, but dark. <laughs> exactly. And the other teams always seem to have much brighter, more interesting uniforms. But nonetheless, the Canucks would crush the opposition week after week. Right. They're just like, you don't, we don't care what you think of our uniforms. We're going we're gonna to kick your butt. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Canucks are going to c- crush. Right? I don't know. We did. <laughs> Canucks crush. Wordplay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I wow. remember so many little details about that day, that era. Remember confetti? People would throw confetti in yes. the air. Oh, well, at games? Yeah, the oh. games. I don't remember that. Oh. No, it's like a New Year's thing. Yeah. Well, it was also a Canuck thing. Like oh, okay, Canada. all right. I, I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying. I don't. Okay. Teams right, back then. That's the a new one on me. Football teams, the fans, they would throw confetti in oh, the air. Now, enough. our confetti. And I'm sure the confetti had a lot of games in the area at a lot of different towns. Okay. Were actually the chads from what were called IBM cards. Oh, uh, the punch cards. The punch yeah. cards. Remember the punch cards? Yeah, And yeah. the little chads would be gathered and put in little plastic bags and sold at the game for a quarter, a quarter a bag. Oh. How green, how very environmental. Don't waste <laughs> those chats. You know. It was. Well, the problem was those little chats could get in your eye very easily. Oh, jeez. Oh, dear. And it, it happened. I'm sure by, uh, by halftime, a half dozen people had to be taken to the emergency room. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, I'm oh, boy. Just, I don't know if that ever happened. But I remember oh, the, okay. the chats from the punch cards. Okay. I remember some fans would bring confetti from newsprint. This okay. was this was the days before Fox News. Right. Oh, oh uh, better. better time. Oh my God, the best times. I remember the scoreboard. I remember the scoreboard. The clock was one of those old style clocks with arms. It wasn't a digital clock. Oh wow! So, 
going back a few years. So, okay. the, so the players had to really focus, in, or the coaches, and see, like, okay, where, where is the clock? Where they is would. The arm? Yeah. Oh, but man. unfortunately, the clock was broken. Oh. So you didn't really know how much time was left. I imagine the referees would impart this knowledge to the right, coaches, right. and occasionally an announcement would be made over the PA system. But the clock was, was broken. Okay. All right. Now, I recall I was so young that I actually had a little bit of difficulty grasping the whole down system. You know, the right, first okay. down and ten. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I, was I not, still don't know that works. I was not. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You first down? There, 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 there. Uh, whatever. I was not a math major. <laughs> right. What's your major? Uh, oh, what, in high school? or co- um, I mean, I was an art major in high school. Then college, it was like uh, communications. Communications. So yeah, the... Liberal arts, you know, Liberal arts. broad. <laughs> I want to do something cool, but I don't know exactly what type of degree. You know, this is called the Virgin Chronicles. Yeah. You're not a virgin, are you? No. I'm not a virgin <laughs> either, but I graduated college a virgin. Oh, okay. I I came close, but, like, that that got I, – I nipped that in the bud just, just before – I got in just under the wire. Right. I was like, yes. Handed it. in your – Last thesis paper. Yeah. <laughs> lost yeah. your virginity and you were ready. That's you right. were ready for the world. <laughs> oh, it's time to get a grade. Oh, I, I was a few months after I graduated, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. oh yeah, you, you told us about that on the show, right? On the podcast? Probably, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got nothing to say. All right. Cool. All right, but yeah, back to the game. Back to the game. All, all these tangents were going on. The, hot, the, um, the ambulance, there was an ambulance at the corner of the field at each game. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those old-style ambulances. It was more stylized. It was more sleek. It was more like a station wagon than, than a van. Okay. You, you associate okay. ambulances of today with you know, the van look. But right, this was okay. different. This was like oh, more it was more like a hearse or something. <laughs> gotcha. Maybe Ooh. Kind of a white hearse. Okay. Which, I mean, you know, it could double if things don't go well. Here. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yipes, oh, wow, that's dark. But, yeah. Painted black. Yeah. <laughs> Get the spray cans. So I'm remembering all the de- these details, and I see the I see the scoreboard with the clock that doesn't work, and I see first down and 10. Well, I, I knew somehow... That if you did something well, you would get more plays. Right, right. You would get more chances. But I thought first down meant like one play used, like one play down, and ten plays to be oh, used. Oh, so I didn't first play and then ten yards. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Wasn't <laughs> thinking of yards. I was thinking of plays. it meant you, like you've got eleven plays and right. one of them is down, is finished, and uh, you've got ten more. I can see how plays. that could be confusing. It was a little bit confusing. Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm still confused. I, I don't know what that means. We'll teach you later. Thank don't you. Worry. Thank you. So if it was, say, first down in 25, uh-huh. say the offense had uh, been caught holding on first down, penalized 15 yards. It was 15 yards back then. So it would be first down in 25. That, that would be good. So you've only used one play, and you have 25 plays to go. <laughs> so they were rewarded. Yeah, they were rewarded. Yeah. They were rewarded well, that's for holding. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Rewards are nice. But then, but if you did something out. bad oh, in the... Oh, it's not supposed... Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not a football fan, Evan? Not really. I'm Darren? Da- we get confused a lot. Get confused uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not really. I mean, I, you know, my, my dad's a football fan and all that stuff, but I never really... 
kind of took to the game. I'm like, it's confusing, and it's like, even uh, with your cousin, the coach, even if my cousin is the coach of one of the major league teams, yes. But like, I, I, I mean, I like, I like going to uh, Super Bowl parties and drinking and camaraderie. That's cool. Buffalo wings are cool. And beer is cool. I like that. <laughs> Everything else is like... Like you need an excuse. Yeah, that's true. I guess I just like to drink and eat. Huh. Yeah. huh. How about that? Right. I'm hoping my exposure in doing this podcast will lead to an invitation to a Super Bowl party. I, Any well, Super Bowl yeah. party. <laughs> yes, yeah. if you're listening, definitely invite Alice. Yes, exactly. A, a hot Super Bowl party. Yeah, no, no matter who's playing. Like... The Jets are probably not going to be in it. Probably not. It's not going to be the Jets versus the Dolphins. How no. could it be? Because they're in the same They're league. in the same division, but I, I doubt either one are going to the Super Bowl at all. Oof. <laughs> wow. Oof. I mean, you know, probably not wrong. But we're yes, get, back we're, to the, We're what? giving your cousin time. Don't Thank we? you. Thank <laughs> you, right? He just got the gig. Right, right. Give him some time. <laughs> well, eventually I figured out the down system. And I also learned how to judge distances simply... Because the 100 yards lay before me, and I was able to, I don't know, I think, I'm very good at judging distances. Like, it's, okay, it's, it's, it's exactly 14 inches between our two coffee cups. Okay. And that's because I went to a game right. with my dad okay. right. in 1966. Right. I, I know that. Right. Now, Dad, he was a really good guy. He was very personable. Mm-hmm. He was well-known in town. He was the president of the... Parent Teachers Association. Mm-hmm. He was the chairman of the Recreation Commission. He had been the campaign manager for the mayor, oh. Mayor Lanny Abruzzi. Oh, nice. All right. So when Dad took me to the game, he would typically see his friends, and he was really right. in his element. Could hop down with the, the yeah. crowd. And right, the, the mayor, whoever. Yeah. yeah. He, Dad was a very, yeah. very good guy. He was easy to be with. People liked him. He made a good first impression. Yeah, he had issues. Okay. Depression, alcoholism, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It happens. Whatever. It happens, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that does happen. But in 1966, he was, he was very functional, and he okay. had kind of um, he had reached his peak more or less in life. Okay. And it was easy and fun and very reassuring nice. to nice. be at the game with him. Oh, that's sweet. Very nice. That's sweet. Yeah, like, I mean, I think about the times, like, I went to games with my dad. I still, like, remember them pretty well. Like, I remember when my dad took me uh, back in 86. He took me to see the Mets play in a Shea, old Shea Stadium. Like, uh, That's the year to have gone. Or what? That's the year to have gone, 86. Oh, you went to you, – you were there? No, they were uh, – Oh, gone. to have gone. I just said yeah. you gone. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I you were there. You were in Queens in 86? <laughs> I don't – No. I don't add up. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's when they were, like, at their right. peak. They're, I mean, I don't think they ever really reached that – Height again, but like, but yeah, it's it's weird. Like you remember things like that, like you know your dad taking you to to a game, or your dad taking you, I don't know, camping, or like to the very, mm. very good comforting memory. Yeah. all the visuals, all the action. Yeah, and I think you kind of remember, like you kind of know in the moment that you're living kind of a moment that's you know is going to be like a good memory. Like I've had that happen a couple of times where. I, maybe I was, like, with my friends just hanging out at, you know, at the beach and, like, just, I was just very relaxed and nothing to worry about. Or was with my family at a picnic or a cookout. And, like, like I had this, like, moment where I was saying, oh, this is, this is going to be a really good memory years from now. Like, I need to Your savor this. Yeah. Yes, this is going to be my happy place. Yeah, it's, like, one of those moments where you feel like everything is right with the world kind of thing. It's, it's wonderful. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, that feels, that feels nice. This must be a happy guy. 
pretty, I'm pretty great. <laughs> we didn't say great. We said oh, well, I heard great. All right. <laughs> Let me hear what I want to hear, Evan. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's a beautiful memory you have. That's Thank really you. good. And I've gone to a lot of sporting events in my life. Not lately, because I've grown very cynical about uh, sports, particularly about the NFL, yeah, right. Major League Baseball. Something yeah. I've had grown, but I've been to many games, and I've had good times at different sporting events, but those, those memories do not have the same beauty and, and resonance that this memory the kind has. The childhood innocence. The so, childhood yeah. innocence, exactly. Right. There's no other way to put it, Evan. Innocent. Yeah. Even though the town itself... You know, it was middle class, white. Yeah. There was a lot of segregation yeah, in New Jersey. True. We lived in a white town. Yeah. The next town over was a African American right. or a mixed town. Yeah, but I mean, that's, some, that's stuff you don't even think about when you're you eight don't or even think you about don't even that. Re- You don't even realize, hey, wait, something's off here. That's not something you learn until you get older and stuff. I mean, but I mean, speaking of games, like, I know you can be jaded by the NFL and, you know, MLB and all that stuff, all the major league. Have you tried going to, like, a minor league team? Because, like, maybe that's, I mean, that's. It'd be a little bit better, like, you know, they don't get as much money. The players aren't in it for the money as much. Or, like, or even just go, like, a high school game. Like, that's you know, it's a little bit more innocent and whatnot. And, it's a lot of innocence, a lot more yeah. innocence. Yeah. And you, still, and you still get to see the sport. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah. And maybe I'll think about that. I did go to the minor league game at, at Coney Island. The, oh, yeah, the Cyclones. The Cyclones, I... I went to a Cyclones game. Yeah. Didn't really have a good time. Oh. You're, you're talking about someone. You're talking to someone who's who's kind of old and not easily pleased, and who sees <laughs> fascism everywhere. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. That's. I, I remember being at the game, and during the innings, some security guy would walk onto the field, like it would be such an awful disaster if someone came on the field like there's something sacred about the field Ooh, we have to hire security guys to make sure that no one steps on the field that would be a breach of security uh, it would yeah. be the, the next thing you know the, the terrorists would have uh, have an advantage you see this is how i think yeah, i know it's crazy okay but it's how i think all right now i mean there's, there's something to it there it's like oh yeah the, you know terrorists will win if the, they hop on the yeah. Key Span Park, or is that, is, that where, is that what they play? I just, I'm not sure. Okay, wherever the Cyclones play. I also didn't like having to go through the metal detector for a lousy minor league game. Where's the innocence there? I don't yeah. like being treated oh, as okay. a suspect. See, that's just how I think. I know it's crazy. Okay, all right, maybe don't go to minor league games then. Right. I mean, they do it for the big time games. I didn't realize they also do it for the the minor. Yeah, minor I thought that, I didn't. Games. Uh, I mean, it had been a while since they've been to a minor league game. I didn't know they did that. For this that. is New York. In yeah. New York, you you get hassled about everything. Everybody's really uptight. They take themselves very seriously. Yeah. Now, maybe if I were to go to a minor league game out in Iowa or a high school game, it would be exactly maybe. like the, the innocence that I that I miss. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about New York. Like, like everything, every, there's a ton of people here in New York, and, like, everybody's kind of crowded on top of each other like people can get very irate very easily exactly so exactly yeah, maybe if you go out where there's more wide open spaces like you know idaho or nebraska or something it'll be a little bit more chill i mean i, I don't know would be. i mean there might be racist out there but you still still be nice chill to you know weather wise i don't know 
I like getting I'm out of the city. Huh? When I want to do something fun, I'll just get out of the city. Oh, where, where, do, you, where do you usually go? What's your I was in North Carolina. Oh, nice. In the summer, hiking through the woods. Oh. Again, I found what I considered innocence or a slower pace. Simply to be out of New York City was, was like a tonic. Yeah. It, it made me feel good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I grew up here in New York, so like, I, I get it. Like, I'm kind of used to all this, you know, fast-paced madness. And but even I need times where I get like, I gotta, I gotta go to, you know, stretch out. Yeah, Jersey Shore, go upstate New Yorkers. I gotta, you know, you gotta, you can't stay with all this madness around you like 24/7. You gotta get out and kind of just live and take a deep breath and be a person, you know, just elsewhere. I find. But, yeah. Well, I did go to other. Games after that, I would go to more high school games. Okay. Uh, I went to graduate school for a year at the University of Texas. Oh, nice. uh, I was a Longhorns fan during that year. I remember going to my first Longhorns uh, game, mm-hmm. Hook'em Horns. It was, I think, the day or two before Labor Day, right at the very beginning of the semester. It was around 7 p.m. Okay. Uh, cooling off after what had been certainly a hot day. The horns were playing Arkansas. I remember being there in the in the crowd learning to give the hook 'em horn sign right. and oh, to nice. sing the eyes Texas are upon you. Set word set to the song I've been working on the railroad. Right, right. And at one point everybody got up and I kind of copied them and so giving the hook'em horn sign, everybody right. at the same time, hook'em horns, hook'em horns. And it felt kind of like a Nazi rally or something, you know, <laughs> oh. giving, the, the, <laughs> yeah, giving the salutes. <laughs> I didn't see that going that way. Well, All no, right. no, because I'm crazy because I see fascism everywhere. Okay. But I mean, I get it. Yeah. Of course you get it. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you see people doing the same salute. It's, it's hard not to, not to not see that, you know. Not, not to, I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize they did that. <laughs> I'm, all right, yeah, yeah. I said that. Yeah, I didn't. Wow. Whoa. How about that? <laughs> not see that. Woo. But I remember that game, the Arkansas game, the first Longhorn game. I re- remember that as a as a rather pleasant memory, despite right. the the tie-in with the Nazis that my imagination... <laughs> Nazism aside. Saw. It was a nice Nazism game. Nazism aside, yeah. <laughs> it was a nice it was game. A nice game. It was yeah. a nice evening. It was cooler right. than it had been all day. And I, I remember that as nice. A, a nice memory. Not, the, not the, the wonderfully rich memory that I described so eloquently a few okay. minutes ago about the high school <laughs> right, game. But right. it was still cool. But I, right. again, I was only 22. I right. had a lot more uh, cynicism to to gather I, many more years of, of bitterness and of uh, developing a critical nature seeing fascism everywhere again i was i was innocent more innocent than i am now yeah i mean we all were and it's uh, in high school and somewhat in college too it's still there's all this sort of pageantry and community and uh in the Professional sports, there's just sort of something that lacks that kind of thing. There, it's still community, but it's just kind of like, all, all right, but this guy's going to 
is going to make $5 million to sit on the bench and just kind of... Yeah, you know, there's that thing where it's kind of like, you know, like money definitely kind of tarred, not tarred, but like, you know, it's kind of muddied the waters about it too. And of course, like the thing with like guys getting concussions and uh, what, CT, yeah. is that what it's called? CT. Yeah, like that's not great. And you just know like... like and the uh, owners are billions. Yeah, of course, the owners there. are making, making way more bucks than the, the players are. It's just like... Uh, this is, I mean, it's, I don't know. I guess I have a, like a love hate thing relationship with, cause like I, at the, at the same time, I do like the camaraderie. I do like, like how everybody's kind of unified against this one team. There is like that, you know, sort of, you know, uh, tribal feeling of pride and whatnot. But at the other time, there's also all the, the money and the CT and like all the kind of ugliness right. about it too. It's like, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what you rather, what you want to focus on and like depending on your, changes your enjoyment of the game or not, I guess. I don't know. I'm just I'm just babbling. A lot of people are able to look past the negatives. Yeah. Better than I can. Yeah. But I've tried. I tried. I, I would yeah. look past a lot of the negatives for many years. Right. Eventually, I just reached a point where I felt I had better things to do. Yeah. Sure. A better repository for my my emotions. Yeah. It happens. I mean, like sometimes if if you if you really can't enjoy it like you used to, and you just or like the bad things about it are just too great for you. Be like, all right, I gotta, I gotta take a step back. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, some people just see the good in it and like how it makes them feel and how they can share with their kids and their children and like how they bond with their children over that. Well, and that's, a, that's a good, that's a good thing too. A great, um, well, great, interesting documentary. Uh, I think it was on Netflix about called Happy Valley, which those who are unfamiliar is where uh, Penn State plays and just sort of the fallout about what happened a few years ago and oh, yeah. how it affected the town because this was such a huge th- small town Pennsylvania this was such a huge thing and how people reacted when this is for some people it was their whole life for some people it was their whole economy and it was yeah. but it's also like how do you support a team that's that, when, that, that, when yeah. they're going through this and yeah, yeah. That, no, that's a great point. Like a lot of people, I remember when that happened, whole paternal thing and Sandusky shit happened. Right. People were like, I don't know, people were just willing to overlook all that horribleness just because the team meant so much to them, and just right. like, it's like, no, this is my, this is my team, this is my heart. I got, I can't, I, I mean, I don't know, I can't, I can't. Joe, Joe Paterno was larger than life figure. Yeah. I grew up in New Jersey. We were not Penn State fans per se, but he was a. A man who's very, very well respected. Yeah, and it'd be like if something. It's an Italian American coach. Yeah, it'd be like uh, if something yeah. bad he came out about like Sinatra yeah, or he, something. Um, and he, he he did something uh, a lot of, you don't see in in football where he was there for decades, which you don't. Yeah, coaches will just go to the next paycheck and so forth. Yeah, but yeah, but, that's the thing. He was invested in the town too, and like so, that's, so, not, so you don't see especially that. in that community, he was. Yeah, know, he was like a god. And things like, you know, things that you find out more and more. These days where it's sort of, you know, the, what am I finding out about my hero or heroes, you know? Kill your heroes. <laughs> so if I could just draw us back to 1966 again. Oh, right, the, yeah. The Canucks went into the last game, the Thanksgiving Day game, 8-0. and oh, They were playing South Plainfield, our mm. rivals. Okay. South Plainfield was also undefeated. I remember we got to the game a little bit late. The place was packed. There were no no seats anywhere. In fact, people weren't being allowed into the the field. It was kind of disappointing. Okay. However, 
my dad, remember? Right, right. Was yeah. the pal of the mayor. And somehow the, the mayor intervened or something happened that I don't quite remember exactly, but we did get into the game. And we didn't have the best seats. We were had seats that were very low, very low in the stands. They were directly behind the, I guess the the young women who were considered pom pom girls right, back right. then, not not cheerleaders, right. but a, just a, a rank below. Right. And they would kind of get up and do their chanting, mm. and they would sit down and they'd be giggling in front of me and brushing back their hair and filling the air with their perfume and with their excitement and i remember not remembering the game at all even though north plainfield won nine to seven oh safety i I remember the women i remember the women the young women and i remember being pulled into uh into a realm into a state of mind that i was not exactly comfortable with or Exactly, felt ready. I oh. felt that my my attention was being taken away from the game by these women, and, and I felt a sense of shame that I was allowing it to happen. Oh wow! So my my mindset, oh, I was I was just growing up. Okay. I was growing up, and right. I was I was realizing that there was a a force out there, a force waiting for me that would somehow make. A, the affairs of the on the football field seem quite irrelevant. Huh. <laughs> right, right. Interesting. You you were you weren't sure what or what it was or why, but it was there. And it, it was there. Was, it, it was there. there. Wow. It was there. Yeah, that's pretty strong stuff. And North Plainfield finished nine and zero. Mid state conference champions. Go Canucks. Go Canucks. Go Canucks. And um, the year that I gra- oh, graduated high school. Uh, I think they were 0-9. Oh, wow. But they were 9-0 in 1966 when it mattered. Go Canucks. That's great, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's a fantastic story, Allison. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, thanks, Darren. That was great. Uh, So, yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, So is there anything you want to plug, anything you want to promote, anything like that? Well, if anybody happens to be in western Pennsylvania on October 18th, I will be performing at Penn State Barrend. Oh, wow. we were just. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Penn I don't State. know if Penn State Baron has a football team. Oh, okay. I know. Oh, it's a different Penn State. It's a different Penn State. Oh, okay. All right. You but I will be make out that differentiation. I'm looking forward to doing a few colleges this fall and getting out there. Okay. Hitting maybe, the road. Hitting the road. Maybe I'll find innocence. Maybe I will find oh, okay. something else. There you go. Catch some high school games in the. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, I am available on online. Please look me up. Just Google Allison Grillo, and you can find out about what I'm doing in the world of comedy. And well, Facebook me. Follow me on Twitter, please. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, where where can they find you on Twitter? Like that, your it's handle. Allison Grillo. Okay. Because most of my followers now are either. Other comics or middle-aged men who don't realize I'm a lesbian. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I definitely need the followers. All right. That sounds good well, to me. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no. no thanks, thanks for doing it. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. It was awesome. Darren and Evan, I really enjoyed. Yeah. We had a good time. Uh, and guys, thanks for listening. And tune again next time for another first time. One, two, three, four.
rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at VirginCronPod. Follow us on Instagram at Virgin Chronicles. And on Tumblr at virginchroniclespodcast.tumblr.com. Want to send us an email? Send it to virginchronpod at gmail.com. Follow Evan on Twitter at EvanJMO2. And follow Darren on Twitter at DarrenCredible.